You're listening to the Sunnybrook Unscripted Podcast, where we talk real life, answer questions, and take a deeper, practical look at the topics we talk about on a Sunday morning. To learn more about Sunnybrook Church, including our Sunday gathering times and opportunities throughout the week, visit us online at sunnybrookchurch.org. Today, we are talking with Pastor Jeff Mose. Well, welcome to the Sunnybrook Unscripted Podcast. I'm Lydia Miller here with my dad, Pastor Jeff, answering your questions about faith, theology, and the Bible. And today we are diving into the Bible a little bit. We're going to answer some fun questions. We've I had like these, fun. yes, we've had these asked a little bit. I'm not going to give the name of who's been asking them, not to embarrass them. But we're going to take a look at some topics in Scripture that maybe Scripture we feel like has not been super clear when we think of our own world and our own. Uh, kind of society that we live in, we're unsure on where the Bible would necessarily fall, especially when you look at Old Testament passages, what that has to say. So we are going to take a look at three different ones this morning. We're going to talk about tattoos, drinking, and gambling. Wow. Everyone's favorite things. So let's start. We'll start with the easy one. We'll start with tattoos. What does the Bible say <laughs> about a tattoo, is it okay for someone to get a tattoo as yeah. I hold out my tattoo yeah, arm you, as I as ask the question? As you and your mom yes. uh, now have your first tattoo. <laughs> um, it, yeah, it, it's funny how this question has come up throughout my ministry days. Usually it'll be a young person coming into my office going, my parent won't let me get a tattoo. They told me to talk to you. What does the Bible have to say about it? There is a passage in Leviticus chapter 19 that talks about not tattooing the body, but it's really dealing with the issue of pagan cults at that point in time or pagan worship and saying, in effect, listen, don't, don't put that on your body. Don't adorn yourself in that sort of a fashion because all it does is you're worshiping a false god. So uh, that's really what that passage is referring to. But I think tattoos come under that area of sort of Christian freedom. Really, in all honesty, Scripture doesn't say anything about, hey, you can't have tattoos. That's a wrong thing for a Christian to do. I don't see chapter and verse for that anywhere. Even the passage in Leviticus chapter 19 is not referring to sort of modern-day tattoos. I often say, though, to young people that come in and ask this question, though, a couple of things. First of all, I'd ask yourself this question. Am I being obedient to my parents? If you're living under your parents' authority, part of your responsibility before God is children obey your parents. So this might be, for young people, an obedience issue. Again, if you're older, that's a different story for you. Second thing I'd often say, though, is this is God, Scripture says, 1 Samuel talks about the fact that he looks at the heart. He doesn't look at outward appearance. You know, we're not to adorn ourselves in a way that draws attention. So I think you've got to ask yourself, listen, is this a heart issue for me? Is it something I'm trying to do in order to make myself fit in or make myself look better or whatever that might be? And then I do think, because the body's a temple of the Holy Spirit, we just say to ourselves, listen, if what I'm putting on my body is that something I want to be advertised in this world. I want, you know, people to see and to read and to talk about because I often see when people have tattoos, I, I think it's a great discussion point. You know, what does that mean? Why'd you get that? Because usually there's an incredible story mm -hmm. behind them of a lost mother or lost brother or something that happened in their lives. So, so I often think it's a great discussion starter to talk about those kinds of things. But I'd say it falls under that area of Christian freedom. And if you've examined yourself in those areas with regards to children being obedient to their parents, meaning God being more concerned about the heart than outward adornment, I think it's under that area of freedom where you choose. Personally, I don't have one. Personally, I don't like him. But you, nobody really cares my opinion. No. 
What category would you put my sister Abby's secret tattoo that yeah, she got? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't like it. I remember <laughs> I, this was in college. I remember she got one, and I'm like, Ugh, I don't know, just never liked the him. Chinese symbol the for Chinese faith symbol didn't for do faith. It for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. If, no, very few people I know read Chinese, so I'm not sure. <laughs> she thinks it means <laughs> what that would it be could helpful. Mean, like yeah. popcorn. Or could something. mean a whole lot of things. <laughs> All right. So the next one we've covered tattoos. Now let's talk. This one's a little bit more complicated. Let's talk drinking. Um, does the Bible say it's okay to drink? Are there parameters put around? I often hear, well, Jesus drank wine. He turned water into wine, so it should be fine. What? What would you say about drinking? <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that is the hottest button out there, at least in, in my days of early on in ministry. It was almost geographical in nature. It, you, growing up in Holland, Michigan, it was kind of okay to drink. I, I moved to more of a, uh, uh, I would say, a conservative area in South Holland, Illinois. And all of a sudden, boy, if you drank, you weren't a Christian. And so, so it's been a hot button for years. And again, I think you, you want to have a balanced view on this from Scripture. So there are several places in Scripture you know, that talk about the idea. Amos says, listen, from, from your vineyards, enjoy wine. Uh, you know, Isaiah says, listen, come and buy and drink wine. So Jesus obviously turned water into wine. And when I was at Wheaton College, because you couldn't drink, we'd always say, well, that's because the water was bad. That's the only reason they did it for medicinal purposes. <laughs> I, I don't think that was true. I, I think wine was always a symbol of celebration. I think having a beer, having wine, those kinds of things, I think come under that area of Christian freedom again. But they're often balanced in Scripture by a couple of things. First of all, again, your body being a temple of the Holy Spirit, we don't want anything from the outside world to have control over us. So anytime Scripture talks about alcohol, especially the idea of drunkenness, it's always forbidden because now it has control over you. So I don't think having a glass of wine, I don't think having a beer, having a mix, I, I don't think any of that in and of itself is wrong. But I do at some point in time have to ask myself, am I controlled by this substance? Do, does it have mastery over me? And again, if it does, I think that's the point in time when we have to make a decision, listen, I'm going to stop. This is, this is not a good thing for me. It's not heading in a good direction. I, I don't want to be controlled by anything but the Spirit of God. And, and Scripture's pretty clear. Uh, Ephesians 5, eight, do not be drunk with wine. So, so drunkenness is wrong. Uh, but I also think the other principle we've got to take into consideration is the weaker brother. Remember in 1 Corinthians chapter 8, Paul talks about it. He said, listen, I... I want to be very careful. I don't eat meat if that offends you or, or you struggle in that area. I, I think alcohol falls under that same area. I, I pastored early on with one of my best friends, a guy by the name of Eric, and he had alcoholism in his background. So just one of those things, I made a decision. I just wouldn't drink in front of him. I, I, I just abstained when I was in youth ministry because I didn't want kids to feel as though somehow this was a license for them to be able to do so. I just abstained at that point in time in my life. But, and, and I think it was just in deference to weaker brother, to somebody that struggled in that area, to young people and how they might interpret that of a youth pastor drinking. So I, I just made a choice and uh, not because I felt as though it was more righteous or better. It was just in deference to your brother. And that's what scripture talks about in 1 Corinthians 8. So again, I think it falls under that area of Christian freedom. I think we're free to do. I, I think when it comes toward drunkenness or to the point that it begins to control you, then it's a problem. Mm -hmm. All right, the last one, gambling. 
And I think this is, it's interesting because it feels like it's coming into culture maybe a little bit more because sports betting and gambling and all of that yeah. stuff is happening a lot. So what does scripture, scripture say about the subject of gambling? Yeah, again, I, I, I don't know anywhere in scripture that it forbids gambling. In the Old Testament, there were some times it talked about not casting lots, although they often would cast lots thinking that God spoke through that. But this idea or game of chance or those kinds of things is often talked about in the Old Testament and usually frowned upon. Um, again, you're asking a Dutch guy <laughs> who uh, doesn't do well with giving over his money. So to be quite honest with you, I just have never done it. I've just never had any interest. Uh, the idea of laying $20 down and, and seeing it uh, would just probably freak me out. So I, I've never been a part of it. I, I think the only passage that I think relates to this is in 1 Timothy chapter 5, where Paul says to the young pastor Timothy, listen, whatever you do, be very careful of the love of money, this, this idea of you know, so desiring it, so wanting it, that you'd live for it. I think gambling can easily become an addiction, much like alcohol, where it can begin to have control over you. So I think you've got to be very careful. I think I'd look at the gaming industry and say to yourself, is that something I want to be a part of? What does it promote? What is it doing? I, I think the same thing of the lottery. Mm -hmm. Again, I don't see chapter and verse of anything wrong with that, but I'd begin to ask yourself the question, well, what's that doing? Where's it going? Is that good? Is that healthy for me and for my family? And again, as we're always working toward godliness in our own lives, I just think there are some things that maybe are neutral but for your perspective or my perspective, maybe that's just not something that I would dabble in. It doesn't lead in a good direction. But from a biblical perspective, I, I can't give you chapter and verse that says don't gamble. I do think especially in the last two that we've talked about, it's worth noting and mentioning because it is so easy for the average person to fall into an unhealthy lifestyle. There's a reason that those things are addictive and there's a reason it's so easy to slip into um, that we do have... Uh, celebrate recovery here and groups here that uh, are just amazing at people that help you with your hurts, habits, and hangups. And we've got people in those groups that struggle with um, drug use, alcohol, gambling, pornography, you name it, anything that has kind of been a slippery slope for them. So that meets on Thursday nights. I would encourage you if you find yourself in that category, even you feel yourself slipping that direction you and you want to pump the brakes a little bit, that would probably be a really great place to start. Well, we are going to continue in this. We're going to cover some more subjects that Scripture talks about next week. If you have one specifically that you've been wondering that you want us to answer, make sure you just email podcast at sunnybrookchurch.org, and we will make sure that we get to that. We'll have you join us next time. If you were encouraged by today's talk, be sure to rate us and hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcast. To experience other talks, videos, and live gatherings, visit us online at sunnybrookchurch.org or download the Sunnybrook Church app. And again, thanks for listening to the Sunnybrook Community Church Podcast.